I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, March 22nd, 2023, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. So $481,000 is the reward that the Ontario Securities Commission, the OSC, paid to a recent whistleblower. Now, since 2016, the OSC has awarded $9.33 million to whistleblowers in the province, or I guess anybody reporting a company in the province. It sounds like easy money, Jay. Anyone you have in mind a whistleblow? Should we get in on this racket? I wish I did. I don't know anybody. I don't think I know anybody doing really anything wrong like that. Uh, no, do you? It sounds like you might. No, but I will put out a call to listeners. If you have a company that deserves to have the whistle blown, oh, we're happy to do it. We'll take the fall. Here's a whistle. Yeah, exactly. Have whistle, we'll blow. Brett, aside from whistleblowers in Ontario, what do we have for Peak Palace today? For our first story, White Claw expands. For our second story, Hollywood North is back. And for our last story, more bailouts. For our first story, with everyone from Mountain Dew to Sunny D now slinging hard seltzers, the leader of this overcrowded market is looking to diversify and capitalize on new trends. But it feels like only yesterday that White Claws were all the rage. What's next? I remember deep in the pandemic, I'd go on Zooms and my background was White Claws because they were so trendy at the time. It's depressing. White Claw has entered the world of hard liquor, launching a line of vodkas with straight and flavored options that will surely be a hit with your broiest buds. It'll be a hit with me as well. Owner and Vancouver native Anthony Von Mondel told the Wall Street Journal he was on a quest to find a smoother vodka, something the company claims to have devised thanks to a new filtration process that uses, quote unquote, pressure equal to three 30-foot ocean waves. Wow, delicious. While Von Mandel said there are no plans currently to expand into other spirits, he said the company is looking to find ways to, quote unquote, disrupt other beverage categories, whatever that means. And it matters because it's no secret that Canadians are drinking less, with the volume of alcohol sold dropping for the first time in nearly a decade. But that drop was heavily concentrated in beer and wine. White Claw, which already established itself as the leader of the hard seltzer wave, is finding a new way to meet market demand for alcohols that's lighter on the touch. Lighter on the stomach, rather. And here's the bottom line. Just like how seemingly every drink company came out with a hard seltzer in 2020, just like I said, White Claw's foray into vodka could signify a broader shift into growing product areas. For our second story, Ryland Reynolds isn't the only producer setting up shop in Canada. Camera crews are flocking here in droves. What makes Canada so compelling, Jay? Well, according to new stats can date, the Canadian film, television, and video production industry saw record revenues of $11.3 billion in 2021, with shows like The Handmaid's Tale, The Boys, and the HBO hit The Last of Us all filmed in Hollywood North. The big winners in Canadian film, TV, accounted for almost 60% of productions in the country, and Toronto enjoyed the highest boost to its economy at $2.5 billion. Sarah Polly's Oscar winner, Women Talking, was filmed in locations across Toronto and Pickering, Ontario. And this all matters because a bustling film industry helps boost regional economies both directly and indirectly across areas like tourism, hospitality, and services. In BC, the sector employs 61,000 to 72,000 people and has added $30.1 billion to the economy over the last 10 years. And taken up hundreds of thousands of parking spaces in the meantime. In 2021 alone, Ontario got a $2.88 billion economic boost from almost 400 productions, helping to fuel job growth in smaller cities like Hamilton and Sudbury. 
Tax incentives at the federal level and provincial levels have helped Canada to beat out U.S. international locales in the competition for film crews. Now, what's next? Well, Statistics Canada says persistent demand for streaming content will continue to boost the film and TV industry over the medium term. And provinces like Saskatchewan and Alberta have been rolling out even more tax incentives to keep cameras rolling. For our third story, after its don't call it a bailout bailout of Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank depositors, the U.S. government is doubling down on its no depositor left behind mindset. That's right, Chase. So U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said that the U.S. is ready to protect uninsured deposits if another bank fails, a move that's basically telling depositors at smaller banks, hey, your money is safe, so please don't withdraw it and cause another bank run. Treasury officials are reportedly studying ways to temporarily expand the Federal Deposit Insurance Corp, the FDIC's $250,000 cap on deposit insurance just in case. Much like yawning bank failures, it can be contagious. The world already has five fewer banks than it did two weeks ago, and the threat of a total systemic freakout or at least another failed regional bank remains top of mind for regulators and industry players. Now to zoom out, the front runner for the next potential failure is... First Republic, the San Francisco-based regional bank, lost $70 billion in deposits over the last few weeks. But after shares dropped 90% on the year, they surged 47% on the back of Yellen's comments and big-name banks stepping in to lend a helping hand. Last week, 11 major banks deposited $30 billion in First Republic as a vote of confidence. Honestly, that didn't do much to stem fears, but talks that part or all of that $30 billion will be converted into a cash infusion seem to have done the trick. The bottom line is, as the saying goes, a rising tide lifts all boats. Other hard-hit regional banks saw their share spike with the KBW Regional Bank Index up 4.64% on the day. Here is hoping from all of us on the Peak Daily for smooth sailing ahead. But, you know, with things like you see Credit Suisse, don't hold your breath. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second one, follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thanks, Brett. Have a good day, Peak Pals. When you give me shout.